Well, hello there and welcome back to the show. This is another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast, a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. Today's Friday, January 28th, 2022, and this is episode number 273 of the show. Today, we are going to read from the rudder of the day. And for those of you who don't know or aren't familiar with the rudder of the day, it is a book by Dan Miller, author of the book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. And to provide some context for the rudder of the day, we can read, be very careful how you start your morning. You are planting the seeds for what that day will hold. If you get up late, grab a bad cup of coffee and a Twinkie, rush to work fuming at the idiots in traffic and drop down exhausted at your desk at 8.10, you have just set the tone for your day. Everything will seem like pressure and your best efforts will be greatly diluted. The importance of planting wholesome, life-enriching thoughts in our minds in that first hour of the day cannot be overemphasized. I never read the paper first thing in the morning, no matter how important it may seem with the news. The news is filled with rape, murder, pestilence, and heartache, and that is not the input I want in my brain. Later in the day, I can scan the news for anything related to my areas of interest and quickly sort through what I need. But I carefully protect that first hour of the day, making sure that all input is positive, clean, pure, creative, and inspirational. All right, so let's take a look at the book and see what's in store for us today. The last time we read from the book, we read Remember the Sabbath. The title of today, today's reading is I Was Shocked. Our mind can complete the expectations we have. Recently, I installed three new poles and decorative lights on the driveway approach to our house. Although I enjoy being a handyman, electrical work always makes me nervous. I rented a trencher, dug a narrow ditch, and carefully laid the line in the trench. I then proceeded to install the outlets and run the line up each pole before completing the power attachment at our house. Twice in this process, I recoiled with the stinging shock of electric power surging through my arms. But wait. There was no power yet attached. I hadn't connected the line to, to the power source. Just in the anticipation of power, I was convinced I felt it shock me. I find I'm not alone in this mysterious happening. Commonly known as the Pygmalion effect, scientists say this phenomenon occurs when, quote, a false definition of the situation evokes a new behavior which makes the original false conception come true." Close quote. In other words, once an expectation is set, we tend to act in ways 
that are consistent with that expectation, even when it's not true. Whoa, what about expecting a bad performance review, getting fired, being rejected by a friend, believing that all good jobs are going overseas, expecting bad luck, or knowing your business is going down the tubes? Could the false anticipation make that event become a reality? Quote, There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Close quote. William Shakespeare, Hamlet, Act 2, Scene 2. Could you reverse the phenomenon? Do you think you could expect good things and have more good things happen? Read the current statistics on jobs and businesses in America. You can find unprecedented growth or the worst employment situation in 30 years. Yes, I did complete the final hookup and am now enjoying seeing the actual power surge through the lines to shine in the darkness. I get a little extra enjoyment knowing that I overcame my fear in completing the task. Those lights are a daily reminder that sometimes when I feel a shock, it's not reality, but just a false expectation that I can overcome. And we have a question to provide some direction for today. But before we get into that, let's take one quote from the Bible. This is from the book of Job, chapter 3, verse 25 and 26. For those who are wondering, this is the New International Version. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. I have no peace, no quietness. I have no rest, but only turmoil. All right, bear with me as I slowly make the approach down the slight hill at the end of the driveway because it is often icy at this time of year. Okay. The question that we're going to ask ourselves, describe a time in your life when you expected a negative outcome. And what happened? Expecting a negative outcome. That's interesting, right? And, and with these questions, with the rudder of the day, you know, this is one of the reasons why I like this book. Real quick side note before I continue some dialogue about that. One of the reasons why I like this book is not only are there good quotes and other material to pull from within it that Dan uses, which is why I have no problem continually referencing 
this book and other devotionals to utilize as fodder for content for this show. Because the reality is, whenever we're talking about anything, most of the time we're utilizing someone else's content as the basis for our own dialogue. So, <clears throat> but these, the book is set up and has space in it so that you can actually write and journal in this. I choose not to, but in a way, this is like a verbal journal. And you can do this too. Doing a podcast is not, not, not difficult. Um, as a matter of fact, I'll link to uh, Buzzsprout in the show notes because it makes the process very easy. And you can even do it for free to see if it's something that you want to stick with don't need all the equipment. You don't need to go Joe Rogan. It's totally cool. Um, super easy. You can do it. Just use the stock headset that comes with your smartphone and an app called Backpack Studio. And then you're set up. You're a podcaster. Boom. All right. Anyways, back to rudder of the day. There's always good thought-provoking questions and good experiences that I can oftentimes relate to. And that's a nice thing about Dan Miller is even though he's um, got a, a, a world of different experiences than I do, he's very relatable. As a matter of fact, he was born and raised here in Ohio on... Uh, on a Mennonite farm, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he's got a broad set of experiences to draw from in his life when he uh, left the farm and, and, and moved on with his own journey. So... Um, Anyways, that's a little bit of backstory as to why I appreciate the work that he does and the community that he's built as well, and that's the 48 Days Eagles community. I'll go ahead and link to that in the show notes as well, too, if you are curious on learning more about what it is that I'm always talking about. But enough on that. Describe a time in your life when you expected a negative outcome and what happened? All right. Um, that's, that's really difficult, you know, but it makes a good journaling prompt. It makes something, it makes a good idea to write about. But if anything, I can, I can draw a lot of parallels to To having some negative expectations <coughs> at my day job and then and then having those come true. And what I mean by that is I, I, I referenced this and alluded to this the other day. 
is that uh, I, I've been, I've almost gone through this process of dealing with uh, the challenges that I've experienced in a way that's similar to the Kubler-Ross method of grieving. And and as I look back, this is this has been this has been years of 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 this, but really escalating within the past um, well, 2021 in its entirety, and ultimately beginning to see some resolution in 2022 and even as we approached 2022. Why? Because of the proactive communication that I decided to engage in. All right. And that's something that I could have done much sooner, but sometimes our pride and our egos get in the way of what's best. I am human too, and I hope that I can look back at 2021 as a learning experience in more ways than one. But in terms of expecting the negative outcome, my My attitude, if you will, about the environment that I found myself in. Rather than be proactive in addressing what I perceived as challenges. Because I expected that nothing would come of it if I were to have a discussion about it. That negative expectation manifested in my behaviors. caused a cycle of negativity to occur with each subsequent cycle becoming a little bit more negative than the last. So I don't know if that's expecting a negative outcome but that sure is a, an example of my own behaviors contributing to a negative environment rather than taking steps and action with my own behaviors to improve the situation or change the situation that I find myself in. 
And I think that that's something that we can all relate to. So, what what do we do differently? Like, how do we begin to change? We're talking a lot about this in the Financial Peace University course that I am coordinating. And last night was a long, a long night of Zoom calls, almost two hours. We had a woman in Texas who joined the call late. She thought the call was at 6.30 Central Time. And because this is a virtual class, I have people from all over the country and all over the world in the class. It's a smaller class still. Uh, while there's 18 people signed up, we had six on the call last night. But as we're talking about baby step two and getting out of debt, we're focusing on our income as our primary means of getting out of debt, primary wealth building tool, doing whatever we can to get out of debt, including selling everything and trying to earn a bit more money with taking advantage of available overtime or picking up a second job or whatever we can do. But one of the things that I keep harping back to and talking about is that Financial Peace University consists of learning about, in large part, the, the baby steps, the seven baby steps. And it's a nine-week course. But that's not the way the program works. The program is a lifestyle change. It's a complete disassociation with the past and what we have grown to become accustomed to understanding as the norm. And it is embracing a new way of living. The same can be said for the manifestation, what am I trying to say? The manifestation of positivity in our lives. And I think a lot of that begins with our financial lives. We actually spent some extra time late after the fact talking about that after the primary call was done because think of all the, all of the facets of your life, right? These facets that we've talked about financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and career. Think about those seven different areas as spokes in a wheel, right? And if one of those spokes is weak and not tight, at some point, it's going to cause that wheel to fail.
this isn't the best analogy, and I can't really remember the analogy that we used and talked about last night, but the idea is once we've got our finances in alignment, we can begin to get the rest of our lives in alignment. Find balance. And the lack of balance in my life felt like I was sliding there. There's a school bus ahead, so uh, I wasn't sliding. It's just that my, uh, my, my old truck, after being in the shop, had some work done on the brakes, new rotors, whatnot. And um, the feel in the pedals is uh, still something I am not quite accustomed to yet. <clears throat> Anywho, this is the last leg of the commute to work. I'm taking it a little extra slow this morning because we did receive some extra snowfall last night. And while it's not a lot, the roads were already slick to begin with and the snow with the cold temperatures has caused things to ice up a bit, so better safe than sorry. But like I was saying with regard to living a balanced life, I believe that when we actively and effectively begin working towards living a balanced life, we begin to default to positive expectations instead of negative expectations because we are literally repatterning our brain with how we think, how we approach life, and how we approach our goals. So in the past, I've talked about this 2022 goal setting workbook. I've done many episodes about it. I'll link to that in the show notes and encourage you to check that out because it's a game changer. It really helped me figure out. Uh, a more effective plan to goal setting, more effective than plans I've used in the past, and a different way to reframe the way I look at life. So it's just, it's a, I found tremendous value in it. I find tremendous value in a lot of the work that Dan Miller has done. I find a lot of value in the community that is there on account of the work that he's done. And I am talking about the 48 Days Eagles community. It's a uh, membership program, a monthly monthly program. And um, actually, as a matter of fact, I think there's a special going on now. I have to look, but it's something like um, 
something stupid cheap for 30 days so you can check it out and get an idea of what it's all about so I'll uh, I'll see if I can't remember to do that once I get into the office and get this thing uploaded and um, that's it I'd you know I'd like to encourage you and invite you to check that out because well, I've just I've gained a lot from it and I think you would too and that's all I've got to say about that because we are here it's time for another day it's Friday wrapping up the traditional work week for those of us who are on the traditional work week for those of us who are not you'll get there Either way, I hope it's a great day for everyone. I hope you have a great weekend, whether it's tomorrow when it starts for you or it's yours in a couple of days. Remember, you'll get there. Check out the show notes for what was discussed today. And if you like what you hear, Please share it on social media and join us in the Telegram chat, t.me slash allaroundgrowth. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.